Hey, Charlie, what time is it? It's that time of the month. Walshine and Schwartz. The Smart Guys, 103.9 FM. Indeed, ladies and gentlemen, time for the Smart Guys, final Friday of uh, every month in which we uh, try to uh, solve uh, today's problems in the world uh, by having a little bit of common sense. Just a speech of common sense. As far as attacking uh, what's going on in the world with Mr. Walshine, of course, WalshineLegal.com, and Mr. Schwartz, Stevie, uh, Stevie Green, everybody.com, or maybe I have that wrong. I always get that wrong. Uh, home of the great hoodies. Uh, you talk about a hoodie. I am wearing one right now. Uh, but uh, all in all, we welcome Mr. Walshine, Mr. Schwartz, on this uh, final Friday of the month of October, and uh, gents. Good to have you in the house, Charles, Steve, good morning. Good morning, Jay. We have entered uh, uncharted waters of evil. That's what that, that that's what that that's where we are. That's where the world is. Let's find out where our own Charles Walshine. Charlie, how you doing this morning? I normally say that I'm happy as a clam at low tide, but today I don't know who's happy as a clam at low tide. I don't know who's happy at all. So you know what? I'm fair to middling, and I'm I'm I'm. I'm happy that everybody that that's we know is okay. Answer. How about you, Jay? Uh, listen, that's a great answer. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not happy at all. To be honest, with you. I'm disgusted. Uh, I'm absolutely disgusted with what I'm seeing on this planet right now on all fronts. Uh, and I'm. I don't know even know what to say anymore. I'm just glad it's Friday. <laughs> Take a little bit of a break. And we'll come back at this on uh, on Monday morning, but uh, I don't know how you could be any other way as, well, I'm, uh, as a Jay, human being and Jay, as an American right now. Get Jay, it. I'm going to try to cheer you up. I, I have something that I think is going to cheer you up. I've, I've spoken to Charlie about it. He He's very into this announcement. Uh, he promised that he would actually give me a chance and respect because I am going to win a Nobel Peace Prize for something that's been out there, but I'm going to be the one that brings it forward. Um, it's something that's gonna it's gonna change every human being on this planet if you just Hold on listen one second. to me. Uh, can I stop you one second? Uh oh, Ch- Charlie, are you, did you hear what Mr. Schwartz just said? Are you confident that he is going <laughs> to accomplish that today, sir? Listen, he, you know my position on Schwartz. You never know what you're going to get. He's like Forrest Gump. You never know what you're going to get. He's like that box of chocolates. So you know, I'm just going to sit here and let I'm going to let the tide roll in, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll hold we'll hold we'll hold comment. We will withhold comment for about uh, five minutes, and then then we'll abuse the hell out of him like normal. Okay? So let's just let him rip. Okay, Go ahead, Schwartzy. Jay, it's all I, you. Jay, I can handle every problem right, so, problem Stevie, in this world get right down now. The crux of it. What, what, how are you going to earn the Nobel Peace Prize today? Well, first of all, he's not even looking for a Peace Prize. He's looking for a Nobel Prize, but it may be for nutrition or science or literature. Okay. But he, you, you get the idea. Go ahead, Schwartzy. This, Don't interrupt him. This has everything in it, absolutely everything. I'm so excited. It's going to make Doc, Dr. Ron Sinagra is going to be so proud of me right now, my good friend. He's going to sit there and say, God, that's Schwartz. Wow. It's going to be Sinagra and Schwartz after this is all over with. Right, you ready? Ahead. It's called earthing. All along, we've had this all wrong. We've had it all wrong. We go, we take medicines, we do this, we do that. Ron Sinagra does a great job breaking it down on Tuesdays. He, he says it right. He says everything, but he missed the whole boat. I'm going to fill the boat right now. Here's the boat. This is something, something everyone can do. It's been out there, so I'm not inventing anything, okay? And I'm not a doctor. That's why I want to partner up with him because he could get more into the science. He's a great investigator with this. Earthing is the simplest thing you could do for your body to heal your whole body and have no mental illness and and have no inflammation and no have nothing other than feeling good every single day of your life and having a great lifestyle. And all you have to do is take your shoes and socks off and stand on the earth with the earth being sand, grass, dirt. Anything that, 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 that makes your feet connect to the earth and get grounded. This, it works. It absolutely works. And, 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 and to show you and to prove the part that I'm excited about is that 
Ever since we, whoever invented sneakers and bad rubber and we're putting plastic on our feet and we're doing all this stuff, it, we never connect to the earth. It's sort of like grounding. I'm going to send you both videos in the next five minutes. It's an hour video. It's a must watch. It's called Earthing. It has completely, completely changed my life. Okay. I expect, so right after, right after the show, Jay, I just want to let you know, I'm looking at a little grass field right outside MacArthur Airport. There's a little bit of grass. I'm making Charlie take his shoes off and socks off. He's going to stand there, and we're going to stand side by side, and we're going to ground into the earth. All right. Thank you, Jay. That sounds nice. All right. Yeah, I, you see, Jay, you're a non-believer. You see, uh, you, know, you know, I was so excited to bring off, something good. That's how you start off the hour, by taking <laughs> off your socks. Instead, standing on some grass. You, That's how you think you're going to solve the problems. You know, he he drove here barefoot. He walked he walked through the airport barefoot. That's right. Okay. He you know the, the, the you have the little piece of uh, grass he's talking about where the people walk their dogs. He walked he walked through that barefoot. I can only imagine what's on his feet. Okay. So this is not happening. I'm leaving my shoes on. No, no, no. You're coming out in the, the only place I'm going to be. You're going to see me barefoot is in the shower. Okay, that's All what. Right. That's my position. Okay, uh, you guys will change your mind, and as Jay? usual, yeah, the same way you told me that uh, oh, take the vaccine. The same way you told me Jake. that uh, yeah. all this, all this crapola. Jay? You will be both of you by the end of the weekend, by barefoot. Sunday. Barefoot. You'll be out barefoot, putting your feet in grass. And and Jay, only ten minutes a day, ten fifteen minutes a day, game okay. changer. That's it. That's it. All There's right. your medicine. Hey, there Jake. Jake. Yes, sir. Jake, not Jay. Yeah. Jake, the, the engineer. Do me a favor. Up on the shelf, there's a brain, okay? <laughs> there's a brain, okay? Uh, pull it down. It says, oh, pull it down. Okay. Give it to Stephen. It's, it, it's the ones, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's a Republican brain. Vintage, 65-year-old congressman, okay? Never been used. It's vintage, never been used. <laughs> we'll send it home with, Schwartz with, a, with a prescription for an installation, Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Charlie. Outside of that, uh, Mr. Schwartz, uh, Mr. Walsh, let's go to you. What, what else is on your mind today? It, it's like one disaster after another. I don't even know, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. You know, I, I'm in a – you know, let me start. Let me just start with, like, with what happened to me yesterday, okay? I had a very big day yesterday. Go ahead. I'm covering a case for a friend of mine who has, has an illness in his family, and he had a split, and he asked me to cover a case for him. So – I, I'm covering this case. It's, it involves a, uh, a stolen pet in a divorce case. He's a matrimonial lawyer. And w the, the non-custodial you know, non, uh, spouse stole a stepchild's animal. And I had to go and argue for the return of the animal. And hold on a second. This is, now, there's a lot of things I don't know because I'm not a matrimonial attorney, right? That there's a law that Hochul passed, which makes sense to me, right? And it's um, it has to do with the rights of a of an animal. That when a when a uh, uh, like say you let's say you and your wife or you whoever's married, right? You have you own a pet together. It's a golden retriever. One person moves out, and it's this beautiful golden retriever that used to live on a farm. The person who has now a studio apartment in Manhattan who works eight hours a day. They have to take the, the interest of the pet into account. In other words, maybe a cat doesn't matter so much, but a dog certainly would. Sitting in an apartment eight hours a day by itself is not good for the animal. And that's what the law says, that, that it's not just a piece of property you disregard because animals have, you know, if you're a dog person or a cat person or a goldfish person, it doesn't matter. They, they all have certain needs. Maybe a goldfish less than a cat or a dog, but that's the way it is. So anyway, so I went into court yesterday, and I had, and I had to argue that the rights of the child, who pretty much is the one that, that I was advocating for, trumps the rights of this, the non-custodial parent's other cat who is heartbroken because they used to live together, and that's why she stole the cat so the two cats could be together. You believe this? I believe it. And, well, then, and then what Charlie forgot to say, he's the first lawyer ever to put the cat on the stand also. We, yes, we... Yeah, uh, yes, he... he, he. <laughs> we had a psychiatrist, a cat psychiatrist. Yes. And, uh, you know, and I read from the transcript, it was uh, meow, 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 meow. And we had a, uh, a cat English interpreter. A translator. A translator, right, <laughs> interpreting from cat to English. And said, you know, I really don't care. I'm a cat. I don't really care about much. I want to sleep. I want to have some... 
Maybe I, want to, I dream about sardines. I run around. I play with a ball. I really don't care about this other cat. Everything, everything this, this non-custodial parent says about me being in love with this other cat, not true. I don't even know the other cat's name. I don't even care. And this was, of course, rocked the courtroom. And I ended up getting the cat back for the, you know, for the child. Wow. But, wow. Oh, yeah. Judge signed the order. Well, I, I, it, listen, there's, wow. this is... Wow. That, that was my day. So, like with all the other, the mur- the mass murder, the bombings, the you know the the economic collapse, the people can't afford to eat anymore. Now you see, homeless. This is this. That was my day yesterday. Now you see, I learned something every day. Now I did not know that you had expertise in this field where you could actually get in a courtroom before a judge. And fight over this type of situation. See, I had no idea. Well, Wednesday, I didn't know about. I didn't know it either. But believe me, by Thursday morning, <laughs> I knew all about it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So my so and so, my uncle's dying. I got to get out of here. Can you cover a case for me? And he emailed me the papers. And then I went into then I went into Westlaw and I started reading about the you know animal rights and you know animal rights and divorce in New York State. I did about two hours worth of research and I learned everything you need to know. And so I was prepared for yesterday. Hey, afternoon. Jay, Charlie's thinking about um, making this his specialty in law <laughs> and giving up uh, his, uh, his, his multi-million dollar uh, I'm housing gonna, operation. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit suing banks. <laughs> yes. No more. I'm not suing, I'm not suing banks for, for massive consumer violations yeah, and class actions and everything else. And I'm going into cat law. Yes. That's, that, this is tremendous. <laughs> well, I also learned, I also learned you know, basic cat. I took, what is it, uh, Babel, you know, English and cat. Mm-hmm. So this I can sp- I speak fluent cat. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 Believe it or not, I could translate what Charlie just said, too. You know, I'm a translator. I'm going to be working with him on this. He basically said. He's a certified cat English interpreter. Yes, In the court system now. There's a lot of skill in this, in this, with these smart guys. These smart guys really come at it from all sides. Yeah, I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm becoming fluent in Beagle. Woof, 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 woof. That is, that is quite a habit. You don't know what quite you don't want to know what that means in English, okay? You just don't want to know. Hey, yeah. what's up? What's up with Charlie G? I hear we're getting TV sets and the. No, uh, he's giving away a TV. You wow! Buy a car, you walk out the same day with a car. Unbelievable! You get a forty. What do you say? Forty-three, forty-five inch TV. That's right. That's wow! Wow! Deal. And by the way, Charlie got a free salad here at the airport here it, this it, morning. They, they they set up the salad bar, right? You know, in in the luggage in the in the luggage area, as you can see, Jay, they're um. They're combining. This is like in all the consolidations. They're having a restaurant in the luggage in, in the in the baggage claim area. So when when there's no plane landing and there's no baggage, they're putting salad. They're putting a, a, a revolving salad bar. So they give you paper plates and a spoon, and you just kind of pick yeah. pick at the tomatoes and the onions and so, et cetera, et cetera, and then you pick up your dressing as as the as the salad goes by. Nothing there goes unturned go. here. This airport is second to none. They're That's way right. ahead of the curve. You call Angie Carpenter and you ask her if this was her idea because I know she's behind this. Yeah, this I, is this is good stuff. Get her in here. Yep, hundred percent. Listen, it's it's one of the top five airports in the country. Right. Your airport. tax dollars at work, baby. I'm telling you. Charles and Steve are with us, the smart guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen. uh, I'll tell you, so much going on, guys. Uh, You know, it's like you got stuff happening in this country. You got stuff happening overseas. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, Steve, how do you kind of absorb everything going on here? Uh, You're watching all this stuff unfold uh, really minute, minute by minute. Uh, you wake up, you know, you look on your phone, you get a couple hours sleep, you see what's transpired in the world. I mean, it's, it is unbelievable. How do you, how do you take it all in? Well, you know, I think the one thing that we have to do, the one thing we have to do, and I, I said it all along, is try to simplify everything because it's so chaotic out there and it's so complicated and, and, and we have to just zero in on, on, on solution, just what this show is all about. So one of the things that, that, that I, I, I think is the biggest no-brainer is that the United States of America has got to get on the same planet as China. China is, a, is, 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 is number one, and it's probably the only thing, the only thing that really matters at this point, because Russia is a lost cause, Iran's a lost cause, all these places are, and these smaller places, 
you know, uh, are spineless places. You know, we, you know, somebody said um, uh, uh, to me, um, you know, you, you, what you're going to remember about this time is not your enemies. It's going to be your friends who never showed up. Those are the people that really let you down. And, 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 and one of the things that let you down is right here in our own country, our college campuses, our mm. kids, our youth, the people that, that, that are going to be the future of America. And, and, and how, you know, if you look at the numbers, and there's been polls on this, the majority of the people in a very, very strong way, they get it. They understand. They understand. They understand. And they're all for Israel. All for Israel. But that's loud minority, very loud minority. And there's a lot of them out you there. You see what happened at Cooper right? Union yesterday? Yes. Disgusting. Yes. Yes, they chased a bunch of students into a uh, into the library. The, the the students, Jewish students, had to had to lock themselves in a room. Yeah, and, and can you just imagine? And there was, by the way, the the problem is not that that happened, even though that's a problem by itself. The problem is is that the university didn't come out and have every everybody arrested for. Imagine, imagine that it was uh, LBGTQ uh, crowd, that there, were, that there were gay, lesbian, trans, whatever, being chased around, there would be an uproar. But because, the, because there's some kind of movement in, in these schools that says uh, that equal time has to be given to the Palestinian cause, you know, that it's okay to be pro-Hamas. It's disgusting. And by the way, it's going to cost Cooper Union a ton of money in, donor, in donors, not just among J Jewish donors, but I think above, uh, among everybody. And the same goes for Columbia and NYU. Jay, we have to neutralize China. We've got to, we've got to come together with China and lead the world back to back to norma normalcy in some way. That is going to be a very very big big part of of this. And if we're not able to do that, every day that goes by, we're just, we're just, you know, there's more peril, there's more peril, there's more peril. Obviously, the job to be done here is is only first begun. I mean, then Schwartzy. you can get into the issues, right? Schwartzy, here's the thing. China is our adversary right now. And for everything that we try to stabilize, we do to stabilize the region, they do something else to destabilize the reason, region. And right now, they're aligned that is what happened in the China Sea just days ago. Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, China, China's but, but, but Charlie, if you had a humanitarian, like, like like a good relationship with China, just for for humanity wise, if America and China came out with a joint statement and said point blank, you got twenty four hours to get rid of the hostages, else all bets are off. And everybody, yeah, but they don't care these, about the hostages. Listen, 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 we care about the hostages, but they care about they care about business, right? They care about other things. What I'm saying is, is that if China was just neutralized, just neutralized, whatever they're doing behind closed doors and whatever they're doing, you know, um, as far as as far as um, going behind our back and Jake, doing where's some that, things. Jay's, where, no, Jake, no, no, where's no. the brain? Charlie, 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 Charlie bring, bring the brain Charlie, in. Charlie, think you know, about listen. what I'm saying. Think about what I'm saying. I am thinking about the, what, the, the, the point what I'm saying is, is that we are going to be in a situation here where every single day that goes by in this thing, Okay, we're getting close to World War Three, and you could sit here and say, "Oh, wow, that's crazy." And why is that? I don't think it's. Crazy. There's only one. There's only one. One. I think you're right. There's only one country that needs to be. We can handle everybody else. It's China. No, you, well, of course we can handle everybody else. Yeah, the, but the, China. Go ahead. You Jay. see, but China's seen blood in the water for a long time. Long time. I mean, China wants to be the world power. That's all that they have in mind. That's it. And obviously what has gone on in this country has given you plenty of signals as far as how they're operating right now, whether it be on spy bases in Cuba, whether it be Chinese spying balloons across the United States of America from west to east. I mean, my goodness. I mean, how many more signals do you need? Jay, you're missing the point. The as point is how they're going about business it's not what I'm with saying, Taiwan, mm. how they're going about business with Filipino ships. Just about eight days ago in the China yeah. Sea. I mean, you go on and on and on here. I mean, there is plenty of evidence. I think which I, listen. No, Jay. no, 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 Jay. Jay, what I'm what I'm trying to say is is that right now we have the advantage. We still, even with everything that's said, we have the advantage. Okay, we're, we're we're like close, you know, but we have the advantage. We, we still have a lot, a lot that China needs from us. They're not there yet. 
We all know what their ambition is 10 years from now, okay? But they're not there yet. So if you're ever going to make a, 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 at least a compromise and neutral, you have the power to, to do that and work in that way, okay? I mean, it, it, it's still doable. My scary part of this whole thing is, is that this might not be doable five, ten years from now. So, in a way, because this whole thing is starting, that goes for Iran with nuclear. Your life's with not nu- doable now, though. Go ahead. I it's not know. doable now for obvious reasons. Because of what the leadership position is in the United States of America, which is weak. And that has prompted China to do what they've been doing over the last couple of years. I mean, it's it's it, it's very well, simple. That's not a, Jay. That's not exactly true because United States just can't take a position and say this is the way it is. In in um, on 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 in the Pacific Rim, you have longstanding allies. You have Australia. You have New Zealand. You have Indonesia, which is on the fence. You have Vietnam. You have which is an upcoming uh, economic powerhouse. They've got like seventy million people there, and they're making a lot of stuff now. We're using them to actually replace a lot of Chinese manufacturing because actually you can actually do business in Vietnam, and you can you. It's becoming more and more difficult to do business in China. Japan, our biggest ally, Taiwan. So these are countries you have to get on board before we make any policy decisions. And those countries were, were lulled into a uh, economic relationships with China long before long before we were. And they became much more dependent because they don't have the resources that we have. They don't have the population. They don't have a reserve currency. So they, we had to get them all in line, and now they're in line. See, everybody thinks that, oh, America, because we're, you know, we're Americans, and we think we just do something, and, like the, and it's okay because that's the way it is. But everything that we do has got a ripple effect, and it has a ripple effect with our allies. And the first thing you – and it, it has to do – it had to do the same thing with Russia and, um, with Russia and the oil. Because all of Europe from, from 20, 2005 was dependent on Russian oil. And it took them 15 years to start weaning off. 15 years. Because what do you say? Okay, we're going to just embargo, embargo Russian oil? You, yeah, it's great. We'll just, leave, we'll just let, uh, we'll just let Eastern, you know, Eastern, Eastern Europe freeze to death. That's not the way it works. These things take time. And now we've un- we're starting to unwind the relationships with, uh, between China and our Pacific Rim allies. And that took time. So you can say our policy is this and our policy is that. Well, it takes time. And now it doesn't make a difference who's president because that never changes. Because you want to lo- you lose your allies fast, do something without asking them. Here's, here's the and thing, that, By the way, I want to know what you think about that. Because, listen, it's easy to blame. But unless you know the backstory, you really shouldn't talk. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, China has gone off the rails, and I've said this all along, and I still say it. I'm reading an unbelievable book right now uh, regarding the botched withdrawal of Afghanistan. It's an incredible book. What's the book? Written by a former Army captain in James Hassan uh, and a reporter. I think it's out of the Washington Examiner. i got to check that. Uh, a reporter, a forensic examination of the mistakes that led to the Abigail attack. Uh, I'm talking about advice, advice ignored. I'm talking about cowardice. I'm talking about incompetence at the highest, the nth degree. Uh, and Joe Biden's stubborn insistence that he knew it all and he knew nothing. And I say that because, to me, that's when it all started. I'm going to read this. Book, as far, yep, yeah, I recommend it. Highly. Do me a favor. Text me. Text me. It's, ca- it's called Kabul: The Untold Story of Biden's Fiasco in the American. I tell you, what, I'm going to read your book. You can read my. You end. can read the book that I, I read. I recommend and we'll it highly notes. to everybody because it gives you a look. You know everything we hear about and report about and whatnot. It gives you an inside look at the decision making and everything else that came into play here. But I say that. Because to me, this is what started it all. This is what started it all. As far as some of these dictators going off the, off the rails. And the way China is behaving is because of what happened, to me at least, my opinion, is to what happened in Afghanistan. I, okay. I, I, I certainly agree listen, with you. I think everybody will agree with you, Jay. The world. It's a this bad look. Never, hold on. This would never, ever, with all this stuff going on right now, if you had strength in that White House, you would not see all this mayhem going on. 
in my opinion. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with you. I think this would have happened to anybody. I, I, I don't agree with you, Charlie. I, I agree with Jay. I, I think that there's there's truth in, in exactly that. And I think, um, again, this is the back-to-back um, worst presidency, Trump um, giving birth to Joe Biden, and Joe Biden showing us uh, exactly that we want uh, now anyone but Joe Biden. So we're back to square A. Hopefully we get that part right. The other thing I wanted to talk about was how, how all these nine countries get together in the Middle East and they basically condemn Israel and, 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 and basically, you know, you, know, you know, read them like a riot act uh, at the U.N., which is a, a farce. And Which countries? Uh, the I think UN, it was, it was, it was the UN should be demolished. Let me tell you something. The U.N. is, Absolutely an, is, is a total embarrassment. But, th- but you know what they didn't do, Jay? You know what these countries didn't do? They didn't give a solution where they said, you know what, we'll take in the Palestinians. I haven't heard one. Why why isn't, if they're so concerned about humanitarians, why isn't anybody opening their borders to, to, to allow the Palestinians to go so Israel could finish up their fight with Hamas? You know, by the way, by the way. Jim, Not one. Do you know, you know where Hezbollah, Hezbollah came from? They came... In 1970, there was a massacre. I think there was something like four or 5,000 um, uh, Palestinians ma- massacred. I, I don't remember the name of the refugee camp, but this was right, in, it, right after the Six-Day War when they were chased out of Israel. They, they set up shop in Jordan, and, they, and that was the beginning of, of, the, uh, uh, of the PLO. Right. The Jordanians went into their – this is the Jordanians, not the Israelis. The Jordanians went into the refugee camp, slaughtered 4,000 people, and chased them out of the country. And they had, and they went through Syria. Syria didn't want the Palestinians, so they set up shop in southern Lebanon, and that is that was Hezbollah. That is where Hezbollah started, and they've been there ever since. And, and get it, funded by Iran. They weren't being funded by Iran at the no, time. No, not then. But now they are. Now they well, yeah, of course they are. And they're really funded. They're really funded by Russia because Russia wants to destabilize that region. Gaza. Do you know where the you know where uh, where the people from Gaza came from? After the six day, after the six day war, um, after the six day war, they were um, they were rounded up, and they were put in, you know the, they were put on the uh, uh, right on right on the coast. They they packed about six hundred thousand people in, into this tiny little area, and they were Egyptians. They were, that was Egyptian soil before then. It was it was the Sinai. Right. Well, you well. Yeah, I'm just telling you. This is how this is how it happened. These were no, Egyptians. You're right. The Egyptians. No, wait a second. The Egyptians don't want them, and the Egyptians. The Egyptians won't even open up their gate now. It took them. Right. What it t- took them two weeks to get them to get them a glass of water. The problem. No, no. You you understand what's going on. So like to me, it's like okay, you want to solve the humanitarian crisis? Let us not speak out of both sides of our mouth, please. Because if you care about the humanitarian crisis. You would you would say, okay, you know something? This is a regional problem and but in the meantime everybody says Israel, Israel, Israel. Fascist state, fascist state, fascist state. But the truth is nobody wants them because they are run, like Schwartzy was trying to say last week, they are run by a bunch of gangsters. And when everybody realizes that that there's one enemy, that the Palestinians and the Israelis both have the exact same enemy, and by the way, the, the Hamas government was elected. I don't know if it's a. Fa- I wouldn't exactly call it like an election, like the kind of elections that we have in the West. That are gun to your head. Yeah, with a gun to your head, vote for us or whatever. This is like more like a uh, uh, like an African election or a Central American election. Those kind of elections where they right. just stuff the ballot ballot boxes and they try to kill anybody that you know that says we won. You're a dead man. This is that was how how well, Hamas get, and and Hezbollah also got elected the same way. Right. So please. Anybody who's listening, understand that this is this that, that we all have the same exact enemy. Okay, no, that's listen, you're you're 100 right. And you know the thing is, you see all these protests, these college campuses, these college presidents that will not acknowledge. The problem is that people don't really know the history here, and what you brought up. Listen, I I even you know, and I'm a student of this. Going way back, even before the the Six Day War, 1967, you go back, Charlie, and you know better than anyone. You go back to, what, 1956, I think it was, the Suez Crisis? Following that, and Israel's invasion of the Sinai Peninsula, you had Egypt, you had Jordan, and you had Syria, all signing these defense pacts in anticipation 
uh, of a possible mobilization of Israeli troops. You know, that's uh, what you had. You know, and then you had the Six Day War, which was in '67. And that was following the the series, you know, you had all these maneuvers, you know, back in the day by the Egyptian president's name, I can't remember. Uh, Uh, Abdel Nasser. Yep, there you go. And you had Israel preemptively attacking these air forces. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you. And and that really kind of started the Six-Day War. I'm going to tell you a story about, about, hang on a second, listen to me. Israel gained this territorial control, and really, that's what it's all about. I'm going to tell you a story about, about, about what happened in Egypt in the 56 War. In 1954, um, they wanted to build, actually, that's when they came up with the plan for the Aswan Dam. He wanted to build a dam. And he said he came to he came to the West. He came to he came to uh, uh, Great Britain first. Asked the French and he asked the Americans to join and fund the Aswan Dam project, which would make t- you know millions, of, literally millions of acres of in the Nile Delta our arable land, taking desert and basically making it okay. We can feed our people. They're going to grow rice and wheat and whatever else they're going to grow there. That and you know what we said to him, no, because we want we wanted the control political control there but this was right after world war ii when we wanted to give everybody self-determination and because he was a socialist not a communist a socialist president eisenhower would not would not allow the west to fund this project so he went we drove drove uh nasa right into the arms of the soviets who gave him the money that's how that happened. So if you want you want to blame you want to blame the crisis in you know between Egypt and Israel and and all those other countries ganging up really ganging up against uh, aligning against American interests. They didn't even care that you know that it was Israel and it's the promised land. That's a lot of nonsense. That's all. That's like the sideshow. That's like the that's the that's the jacket cover. That's not the book. That's not the story. Dude, this is this has failed. This has failed American foreign policy and Western foreign policy to having to do with the Middle East going back at least at least to the to the uh, to the when the Ottoman Empire fell well, it, right after World War One. And you know you you go back in the days you know Jimmy Carter days and everything else we all remember, but you know you go back to the late seventies. You had a lot of ceasefires. You had a lot of peace negotiations going on. You had a lot of representatives uh, from Egypt. And Israel, and they signed these, you know, what was it, the Camp David Accords, right? And With Menachem what did Begin. they call it? You know, you t- you're talking about a peace treaty that ended a 30-year conflict, ladies and gents, between Egypt and Israel. You know what that cost us? And even though they improved relations, there was always a question, Charlie and Steve, of, you know, this Palestinian mindset, this this self-governance, and, you know, it, it never solved anything. It never really solved anything from that standpoint, you know, to the point where you had a ton of Palestinians that were still living in the West Bank, still living in the Gaza Strip area, and really rising up against the Israeli government. And that's what it was all about. These poor people are just pawns. I feel so bad for them. It's like, and, and there's so much money being paid. You know, all they want, all they want is simple government. We won't fund them because we can't. We can't help them because of Israel. Israel won't allow it. I don't blame them. And the West isn't going to fund them. They get their money from the most most de- decrepit, most corrupt sources like Iran and Russia at this point just to destabilize, keep the re- region destabilized. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to sit there and say, okay, now what? Okay, we've done the history lesson. We're, we're up to speed. This is where we are. We're in 2023. We probably have the worst uh, moment in, in, in the history of, of, of my life, to be honest with you. you in talk the history about, of history. In the history, no, in the history since, you know, for it, being an American Jew or a Jew anywhere in this world, you know, this has got to be, uh, you know, something you couldn't even famine after, um, you know, fathom. World War II. Fathom. You couldn't. Fathom. Thank you, Charles. And so, so, so really, you know, I do believe that, this might be in its own way, and I know that I'm, I'm I'm way out there, and you only deal in facts, Jay. Well, I'm dealing Schwartzisms, and this is a Schwartzism right now. We're going to hit some really bad times, some dark times, but we're going to be coming out of this with a big, big light if we do this right. This is the moment where you know what. There are a lot of things like those Iranian nuke, nukes that are only you know who knows how close they are to being able 
to be able to hit anywhere. But the longer this goes and the longer that we ignore and well, the longer that we, we pay these guys $6 billion, you know, just to be peaceful and we're putting Band-Aids on gushers over here, I mean, this is going to blow up in our face. So you know what? This is the moment right now to save the world. And you know who's going to save the world. You're going to wake up one time in the middle of the night, and you're going to hear Israel just blew up uh, uh, their, their nuclear things. They set them back. And uh, you know who's going to be uh, clapping and, and, and this and that? A lot of the bad guys that have been uh, 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 you know, taking on these guys because like, like, like the China of the world. Because you know what? Iran too powerful isn't a good game either you know, for anybody. It's not good for business. China's all about business. It's not good for business. America's good for business. That's why I keep going back to the point where if America and China could start having much better relations, much better understandings, okay, regardless of what each uh, motives are, the world will be a much better place. Listen, here's the thing. Until Biden recognizes the target, the head of the octopus, and not get wrapped up with its tentacles. Because to me, that's what it's all about. And, you know, that lousy agreement that started back in 2015 with Obama, uh, only to be ripped up by Trump and to be resuscitated again by this president. Uh, the prisoner exchange, the billion dollars plus per individual, uh, the $6 billion or so that they say is frozen. Everything Please don't else. lie, Jay. Do you, get get your facts right. That's not, leave seconds. the $6 billion out. Hold that's on, not hold true. Hold on a minute. Let's say we believe that for two seconds, that they can't get their hands on that for other purposes. Uh, what about the uh, sanctions that are in play? If I hear more sanctions being displayed by and being told by John Kirby, I, my head's going to spin off. Okay, you are still allowing Iran to create a revenue stream based on oil production. When, don't tell me about sanctions when they are still funding zillions and zillions of dollars to these terrorist organizations. Their own economy. You want to hit them hard? Blow up their fields. That's right. Blow Jay, up Jay, Jay, stop. Blow Can up we stop refinery. for a second? Oh, listen. That's how you hit them We could hard. wipe. Listen. To have a foreign minister come into our city, our country, yesterday, and basically to display that garbage spewing out of his mouth with threats. I mean, that is an absolute disgrace. This, this is not the first time somebody came to the UN and threatened the United States and talked, you know, and and, and degraded our, our society and our and our and our. Yeah, but Charlie, system. you're missing it. They're not scared of us. They are not. Jay makes a great point. They don't have to. With, well, with, listen, Joe Biden doesn't doesn't command any respect, it's nonsense, or man. anything. You, you're all okay? wrong. You're you all you know wrong. what? But look at look. Listen, you're look, wrong, Stephen. Let me yeah, tell you something. Jimmy stop. Carter was the weakest president ever. Ronald Reagan came in and brought back some some power, some poise, some Americanism, some respect, and took a lead lead thing. You're wrong because if you don't have leadership in that White House, okay, and and I'm not a Trump guy at all, and I think I said this maybe a year ago, it was forty five years, years ago, Stephen. Okay, I, I understand that, but you're a history guy, all right. If you don't have power in that uh, a power presence so in that you, white house you got nothing steve listen and right now we got I, nothing. Just, I want i want everybody to listen it's very easy it's very easy for, for a country like ours with our military might to escalate any situation to the point where we can we can literally level an entire country in one day we could level all of gaza in in about three days we could level every city in iran where there's nothing but rubble in three days Without even blinking, we could do that. What would be the point of it? Would it teach him a lesson? You have you, no, 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 please, no, Jay, stop, stop. Is, yeah, yeah, but that's a sign of weakness if we were no, able to do it. No, it is not. It is a sign of it's weakness. Not. What, to just sit behind our nukes? Just to sit there and say, hey, we could do this, we could do that? That's not getting the job done. You remember, Charlie, Because then there won't be a world, okay? So Charlie, what you're saying is, what is not right. Biden has let Iran do since his tenure. It, I mean, Tehran has netted an additional almost $30 billion from lax, LAX, lax enforcement, and also gave Iran access to billions of frozen funds in Iraq. Who are they selling their, who are they selling their oil to? And Jay, stop. Those five US Jay, hostages. Jay, Jay, listen I mean, to me. come on. You know, you're the same guy, you're the same guy in the same breath that blames high oil prices on Joe you, Biden also. No, 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 stop. Was the right thing to do? Listen to me. 
Do I think I think that it's way more complicated than you're giving it credit for? Because six months ago, you were saying, oh, or a year ago, you were saying, oh, oil prices are have never been higher. You know why they've never been higher? Because we took because United what I know. No, no, no. Please let me finish. Because. And nobody said this because it doesn't fit the narrative. The narrative, you want to blame it on the president. He says, well, I have a choice. I can. We He's can, part of the problem. No, well, in some ways he is. But sometimes when you're a leader, you have to make tough choices. And the choice at the time was we are going to either choke, choke the Russian economy and choke the Iranian economy by not letting them pump or sell oil, right? Or and then the political cost here is a guy like you coming on and saying, "Oh, we got to be tough on Russia. We got to be tough on Iran." And then we we lose no, but, we lose twenty percent of the world's oil supply, which means so you know about supply and demand. You cut the supply, the demand stays the same, the price goes up, and you're saying, "Oh, it's Biden's fault that the price went up." Yeah, it sure did. But so how you please tell me and you tell me right now how you get how you achieve both goals? How do you choke their economy? And no, because tomorrow. No, stop, Jay. Hold Tomorrow, on. if the let oil prices go up, please let me finish. If the oil prices go up, you're gonna because he's sanctioning, not letting them pump any oil. You say, oh, look at the price oil. So you want the price oil to be low and to also choke the choke the world economy, but take twenty percent of the supply out, out uh, of the oil away from the world. Okay, so you please tell me how you get both. You cannot eat your cake and eat. eat you cannot have your cake and well, eat it too, let me Jay. Ask you a question there. For what Joe Biden has done. What we have learned since October the 7th was that this president was paying off Iran while it was funding, while it was training, while it was equipping. Yeah, okay. Hamas we weren't paying off it, Iran. Hold on a minute. As it prepared to carry out the most lethal massacre of Jews since the Holocaust. Are you kidding me? I mean, should that have opened the eyes of this president and and, his and what and what's happening now? Hold on a minute. To the fact, their strategy. What would you do now? Total failure. What would you do now, Jay? Department. Answer the question. No, this is enough's enough. We got there's 15 minutes left. I, I'm going to give you five minutes. I want you to to, to give me some. Uh, I just some, some, No, no, no. I want clarity. I want clarity on what happens now. You want to you want to close the uh, what close off. Now? You want to close off the Persian Gulf and not let a single. Um, <coughs> pardon me. Get an oxygen machine. Yeah, you want you want you want to cut off. You want to cut off the the Persian Gulf and not let them ship any oil. You want to bomb their pipelines. How do you think India is going to feel about that when they don't have any oil? What do you think China is going to do when they, when they when you cut off their Iranian oil? What is what are they going to do? Just say like, okay, we understand, we we want to help the Israelis and yeah, Mr. Schwartz. What are they going to do? Saying sorry, we're going to let our people freeze at night. Is that they're just going to sit around and do nothing? You got a billion and a half people in in uh, China, another billion and a half in India. They're just going to sit around and, and watch their prices of oil triple. You think they're just going to sit around and take it? What do you right think? What do you think is going to happen, Jay? You think we live in a bubble? We do not live in a bubble. No, but we got to be smart. We're not smart. What, We're not smart. Tell, okay, well, Mister Smart Guy, smart. you tell us what to do. You target the tentacles of the octopus as well as the head. And by the way, well, that—that's called that we're being incremental. Hold on a minute. That includes countries that have provided sanctuary. And Stevie, you know this. Yep. To Hamas, and I am talking such as what, uh, uh, what's his name, Erdogan's doing in Turkey and Qatar. Right. Listen, we cannot fight terrorists effectively while letting billions and billions and billions of dollars keep getting in the hands. Okay. Keep and how bad do you hurt? Okay. We can't do that. Okay. Well, that's a that's another. It's a good point. And when you unwind these positions, do you know how many how many billions, maybe a trillion dollars worth of oil contracts exist between us and, and the Middle East and us and, and Europe and us and Turkey? Do you know how, how much money is there? Contracts. So what are you saying? Just breach, the, breach these contracts, declare them null and void as a, on a, under a force majeure clause, and then who suffers, Jay? What does your IRA? What does your IRA look like after I'll that? I'll tell you one thing. No, I'm just saying right now, they, no, there are repercussions no, you, that you don't you know, that you don't the even world consider. Is suffering right now. The world is suffering because of Joe Biden's relief. No, package. it's incremental, yes, it Jay. Has. All of these things are Listen incremental. This Joe isn't some Joe Biden's relief package for Iran is worth is is worth a, 
it's an estimate. It's got to be at least you, fifty billion bucks. You understand the carrot billion. and the stick. You understand what's going on here. You understand the carrot, the concept of the carrot and the stick. You offer them a little bit, you take it back. You go from, and that's the way foreign policy has been working in the United States for the, at least the last hundred and fifty years. Yeah, yeah that's the, and not only in the United States. That's the way it works everywhere, and has always worked that way. You work. You have trade sanctions. You have tariffs. You have all these things, and they're incremental. Otherwise, otherwise, you end up with World War Three. You know, by the way, just as a little lesson in history, the reason what led us into World War II is we cut off – the Japanese were all over China. They were invading China. They had the rape of Nanking. We said no more – we didn't give the Japanese any more steel. We did sold them no more iron ore and no more steel. And you know what they did? You know what they did? They, they, yeah, they took over the entire Pacific and they, and they attacked Pearl Harbor. That was their answer. You want that now? Because now, now it's nuclear weapons, pal. Listen. You guys, want to choke off China? Is that this president makes very little reference. Steve, you know what I'm talking here. Yep. Makes very little reference to Tehran, even though this country provides $100 million a year to Palestinian terror groups. I mean, really, that's what it comes down to. So, 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 here's, so, here, so here's, here's, here's what needs to be done, okay? We need, just like I started the show, we need to neutralize China and let Israel do the job. Because Joe Biden has no is, is has no um, uh, um, excuse my language balls to, to go out there chutzpah to make yeah, that's to make hard decisions. Uh, but but let Israel do the job. Get the brain. Let let Israel Jake, do the get job. Get the brain. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? That you know what brain I think needs we ought to go do? to you. Okay, I think we ought to do? go to you because you know what? Joe Biden. Joe Biden is is, is was a do nothing president. Uh, you know, forty seven years. You know, Trump went that's out there and it. started yelling. Forty seven years of do nothing. Well, you're seeing somebody who who says something and you say to yourself, wait a second, hold on. He's showing some power. He's getting all behind Israel. And and, and the devil's in the details. Every day that goes by, he gets weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. And you know what? You know what, what, what happens in this? Go look. Israel is getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And, they're, and they do have, they actually have, like I said when we, when we started last week's show, I said Israel is going to save the world. Israel needs to save themselves. Israel needs to save, you know, democracy, basically. You know, we always thought like, okay, Ukraine, you know, they're showing us something. They did. They showed us something. They went out there. They took on Russia's you army. haven't heard much they about them. They showed this and that. All of a sudden, that's on the back page. You know what I think we we right? do, Stevie, you know but what you I know think? what we got to do? No, what we got to do is we got to make take friends out with China. We got to make friends with China. No, no listen. I think that we have should a relationship with China, neutralize China, and let Israel do their job. We I think we. I think on our own land. You know, Jay. That's how you solve a lot of this stuff, Jay. Where you be energy independent. Hold on, I'm getting the brain machine you, for Charlie. Hold on, hold on a minute. I'm, I'm when you cancel it to him. leases, left and right. Okay, left and right. U.S. oil production has already fallen by as much as 3 million barrels a day. Or nearly 20% from back in the days, the Trump era trajectory. Okay? Open up the spigots for crying out loud. That's how you solve a lot of this. Okay. Listen, you know what I think? Uh, I think we ought to send Chi a, a couple of Hallmark cards. Some flowers you're, and a you're box not, of you're not, You know what? It's not even funny at this point. Not, because you're missing the, you're missing a, a, a really important part here. You need to have a diplomatic relationship and, and, and a relationship where there's goals involved. And you know what? If there and you say, this is what we want to accomplish, what do you want to accomplish? It's easier to deal with one guy. I'd rather deal with Xi because you can't deal with Hamas. You can't deal with Hezbollah. You can't deal, we don't with, deal Iran. with them. We don't you deal with them. You can't deal with any of them. So let Israel do their job. We don't so deal everyone with them. should just stand back and let Israel do their job. Okay, because they're doing a job for the world. It's not just for Jews. It starts with Jews, but then it ends up being everybody else. They listen. If if, if what you said is true, Charlie, is that China wants to be the the so called uh, uh, ruler of the world, the new ruler of the world. Okay, right now is the time for us. Okay, to step in there and and and, and show what do you some think chutzpah. they? What do you think? Because. Ten years from now, we might not be able Schwartz, to do it. Schwartz, you want to fight this? Stop now? for a second. Fight it now, Schwartz. Listen to me. You you want to make you want to uh, try and somehow coerce China into in, into falling into line with a. a I'm not uh, asking them to fall. Hold on, no, no, with a with a some kind of Mideast policy that creates a peaceful environment. What do you think they were going to want in exchange for that? 
Charlie, no, 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 no. That's a real question. What do you think Charlie, they're going like to want to exchange for that? The devil's in the details. Okay, the Schwartz, devil's in the details. That's very general, Schwartz. No, I want no, 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 Charlie. No, you have I, all these great ideas, Stephen. I'm going to put you. Yeah, I'm going to call Charlie, you. Charlie, so you put, want to call me General Schwartzkopf? That, that's going to take a whole nother show, and we've got six minutes. But I do have an answer. We for can you. come back tomorrow. And my answer is you know, tomorrow Saturday. You know, you know it's the shop. Jail have us back. You know, that's it. You know, what's it going to cost us, Jay? Ask to answer the question. What's it going to cost us to get China to fall into line with us? What are they? What are they going to want in return? There's always, there's always a, there's always an ask, right? You know what they? I'll tell you what they want in return. They want another four years of this garbage. Another four <laughs> Good years answer. of this garbage. That's exactly yeah, right. No, that's for they, real. Yeah. Real answer. Yeah, real, I want a real answer. Joe Biden. That's, that's what, what they, they would want. Yes, for. we okay, will stand by. Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom, who, by the way, had a meeting with Mr. Chi a couple of days ago in China. What does that signal to you? Well, you know what it signals to me? No Biden, no Trump. We need somebody completely different and new, and we got to get back to America. Okay? I heard, That's what it signals to me. I heard that Gavin Newsom went over there with his grandmother's tuna casserole recipe, and he came back with cheese kung pao chicken recipe. Okay? We had, a lightly, had a lightly – the uh, it's all in the breading, by the way. Well, we, and if you think, by the way, that Newsom is not going to throw his hat into the ring, think again after what you saw a couple of days ago. By the way, we did this already because when when, when she came to uh, – I don't see how she, he can run. When she came to Mar-a-Lago, he bought – you know, he ate the pumpkin pie or the, uh, the pecan pie, best ever. And then he gave us a nice gift. It was called uh, COVID and uh, fentanyl. I was – There you go. I don't know how Biden can run. I can't, he can't even – he can't – he literally – you see him walk, he well, shuffles. Listen, Listen I, I happen to, you I happen to like his you policies. You would go another four years with him. Absolutely. Over, over, over who? He's not my number one choice. He's absolutely not my, not my number one choice. It can't be either one of those guys. Trump or Biden got to be done. Got to be done. We got to move it forward. You know, every once in a while, every once in a while, every like every 30, 40 years, you need a major hiccup in this country. It's been a long time. We had the 60s, you know, the 60s and early 70s. We had... We had, you know, with the the great society with, with with Johnson, that was a complete flop. Then now we're moving more to the right. This time, it's really time for a hiccup. We got, you know, maybe maybe the country needs some some radical change in leadership. You know, people talk about oh, the democracy is in danger. That that's the big problem with you know with Trump and the Republicans. But I got to tell you something. The, the, these you, you can't tr you can't walk in the city. But I was in the city uh, like two weeks ago. I saw some guy defecating on the. I never saw that. He defecating right on the right, a heroin addict. You know, places one of these places, middle of Manhattan, is where they're where they're getting a, a, a free needles. I'm like, I've never in my life, I I never could even picture that this would ever happen, ever. And so maybe we do need a change in leadership. Maybe no, we do, a radical you. change in leadership. And what? Do you, but the thing is, we're still human. Jay, we're still people. We still have compassion. We still have we still have civil rights. And I don't know how you square that with solving the kind of problems that we have, where you have literally human garbage uh, and I, crime. I have, I have the answer for you. I have the whole answer. Schwartz is going to solve our problems. Can I say one thing? I could sum it, it all up. At the top, Jay, you change it. And you have a trickle down. No, effect. Jay. No, Jay. How you change it is you go outside, you take your shoes and socks off, you stand in You're grass, an and you earth yourself. Yeah. Get yourself grounded. Right Everyone in the world needs to get out there. Listen to me carefully. Take your shoes and socks 15 minutes a day. Yeah. Go get yeah, your go, feet connected to the earth. Go stand in dog okay? piss. Go stand go, in dog go piss. Go stand in a grass field. Go With stand. Go stand. Uh, go to the beach. Get your feet off salt water. Take It'll your feet change off. the whole. No more uh, mental. Take illness, your feet off. No more. No more inflammation. No more health rap, problems. I rap, gentlemen. You get an F. Schwartz, he gets an F. Jay, you get an A. Schwartz, he gets an F. Schwartz, he gets Charlie, an F minus. Charlie, you get an F plus. F plus. All right. <laughs> All right. Listen, guys. I love you both. Great week. Love you. Jay, 